0: Welcome to Capturing the Abandoned, a 4 into the world of rural and urban abandoned exploration. Hello, my name is Vincent Earhart, and along with my co-host, Mr. Lex Nichols, we would like to welcome you to Episode 5 of Capturing the Abandoned. This podcast is for and about rural and urban abandoned explorers from anywhere in the world. And hopefully, on each episode, we will try to highlight and recognize a fellow explorer, such as ourselves, to see what inspires and motivates them. And most importantly, for all of us to get to know these explorers on a more personal level, as an individual, and as an artist. Today, we are very pleased to introduce our first international guest, Miss Jill Koop. Jill hails from Winnipeg, the capital of Manitoba, which is located in South Central Canada. Manitoba is often considered one of the three Prairie Provinces along with Alberta and Saskatchewan. Jill's upbringing in these Prairie Provinces helped shape her appreciation and emotional attachment for the open landscapes with their minimal interruptions, which she defines as a monotonous beauty. Along with Jill's keen eye for color and negative space, her artistic imagery comes from a pure and undiluted place of organic image development. And along with all of her talent, Miss Jill has a delightful sense of humor that we so did enjoy. And we were happy to be able to take her out of her comfort zone a little, which you would never be able to tell that we did. And without further ado, on with our interview with the one and only Miss Jill Coop. In this episode, we have by request, and I must say several of them, the esteemed honor and pleasure to have Miss Jill Coop a fellow abandoned explorer and our first international guest on the show with us today. Hello, Jill, and welcome to the show. Hello, hello. Hey, it's good to have you.
1: It's a pleasure to be here with you.
2: So, Jill, um, can you give us a little background on yourself, a little 411, you know, kind of what you do? And we obviously know you're uh, very talented at at the uh, photography, but uh, what do you do? Tell us about yourself. (laughs)
1: <laughs> okay well yeah. i am i was born in Steinbach, manitoba and then we moved when i was younger to ontario and then in uh, 1980 to saskatchewan where i grew my love of the prairies awesome.
0: all right so we've been going through your feed uh, and probably even a little bit more than usual uh it's always amazing and fun and uh can you tell us how you got into this type of abandoned type of a photography?
1: Well, I think it started when we moved to Saskatchewan. And then my dad um, does road construction, building highways. And so we uh, would live on the, um, you know, out in the bush there on the roads, like every every summer going into fall. And then so all summer I'd have lots of time to just meander around and whatever and driving back and forth to the job and back to Regina, the home base there. And, uh, you know, I'd always see buildings and the fields. I mean, not much else to look at. And I don't think I really obviously had an appreciation for it when I was little, but in scouting out and stuff like that, you just, as you get older, you're like, oh yeah, that place is still there, that place we drove by or years ago. And, you know, and there is such a monotonous beauty. And when you are alone, out there by yourself, you know, it's uh, it becomes your friend, so yeah, I'd say right. living out on road construction sites. Yeah.
2: So, what's your favorite subject to shoot?
1: Well, anything prairie is a good start. <laughs> uh, you know, <laughs> the scenery, the monotonous beauty, buildings, forlorn, and um, yeah, I mean, whatever's out there, you know, there's not many like people running around, so it's just more whatever you find out there is. You know what? Beauty isn't everything. So, if you have a, if you're out there and you're feeling it, then anything is beautiful out in the prairie.
2: <laughs> That's <I think>. right.
0: <laughs> That's for sure. So,
2: a lot of your style is uh, you you leave a lot of nice open space, a lot of sky. And uh, Vincent and I were talking. There's a few other uh, photographers that kind of have that same style, and I I tend to do that. I'm more of a landscape photographer, but it's just got such a nice uh, I think we called it an air to it. You know, you leave you leave enough space in there. Um, sometimes one of my favorite images is uh, one of the co-op. It, I think it was in Saskatchewan somewhere. It looks like it was out in the boonies, but you just have this little building in the bottom third of the image, and and there's so much sky. It's just a nice thing to see. You know.
1: Well, there again, I mean, that's Saskatchewan, right? It's just flat mostly. And then sky, and then if you can find something in between, <laughs> then you got yourself something to take a picture of.
2: Yeah. So, I... so yeah. have you ever heard of Kansas?
1: <laughs> oh yeah, that's where uh, the girl with the red slippers is from. Exactly, yeah, photo, Dorothy. And yeah.
2: Yeah, yeah, Dorothy. Wizard of Oz. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So that's like our our Kansas is like that, and well, we we live in an area that's pretty flat too. They call us Flatlanders.
0: I just live like uh 30 miles or 40 miles from the uh, Kansas border and it all looks the same from like where Lex lives all the way up when you go back east it all looks the same it's flat there's not much but it's uh it's home I guess.
1: Oh yeah, and then it's the spaces between, right, that uh have to catch your interest so to make the drive That's interesting. That's exactly
0: right. So um what kind of equipment do you use to to shoot your photography with?
1: Oh, like my phone.
0: That was a quick answer, really? lady. <laughs> that's all I got. <laughs> the, the phone only, I can't give huh? you anything. Hey, I that's all you need That's what you're turning yeah. out. It doesn't matter. It's just beautiful. So yeah. what kind of phone well, do you uh, have? You know,
1: not, not like the a, biggest, fanciest one. It fits in the palm of my hand, so it's not a 10 or whatever, a 10X. or It's just not an extra large one. It's just like a Jill size. Like that a seven or a, nice. a, a six it's, or a it's seven? A yeah. Oh, yeah. It's iPhone. A, yep.
2: okay. Yeah. Okay. So I'm I'm an Android guy. Um. Um. People, I have to dumb it down because I can't use <laughs> okay. Apple products, but it's okay.
0: I think it's is the an other Android, way around.
1: Is, a, is an Android? Is that like a Samsung?
2: Yes. Yes. That's what I have is Samsung. Oh okay.
1: well, so yeah, and they take very nice pictures too.
0: Oh well, yeah, they so, do. Yeah, there's an ongoing debate on which phone has the best camera, so it's, it goes back and forth, and I think right now Apple's maybe a little behind on some of the newer ones, but uh, some of the newer Android phones, but they always go back and forth, oh, yeah, so better, it's all good. You better
1: hold, yeah, you guys have to hold steady when you're taking a picture, that's all. <laughs> <laughs>
2: that's right. So, yeah. uh when you do your editing, um, you, you have a lot of nice effects and and sometimes some color and things. So what kind of, uh, what well, do you yeah. use to edit? Oh, your yeah, I have, no, I have no
1: secrets. Yeah, no secrets here. It's just like in the beginning, it was Snapseed because that's all I, I knew of. And then it went to Mextures, somebody told me about, and then that was cool for colors and stuff and then lightroom somebody told me about that and so now it's sort of like all three of them i use back and forth and to and fro you know until you just come up with something you like and i'm a pretty moody person so whatever fits the mood who does the trick there that's the one you go with So yeah,
0: yeah that's the way it's supposed to be how long have you been doing this type of photography
1: oh wow well, OK, so like the love of photography and then finding like going on Instagram and then finding that there's these hubs or people that like the same junk you do was pretty amazing. So I'd say probably when that started, so like 2013 or so, maybe 2012. And then it's like, hey, great. There's other people out here who like looking at this old abandoned shack or this plain field. And it's amazing that Instagram uh, brings people from all over the world together.
0: Yeah, that's yeah, it's, a, uh,
2: a, it's definitely um, one of those things where you can connect with people that you wouldn't normally connect with. Some people are into it to try to preserve and some are just into the abandoned things. And it's amazing. Vince is the one that kind of triggered the idea. Once you realize that there's a huge following of it, it it's amazing of uh, the community there is.
1: Well, that is, that's, it's incredible. I mean, exactly when you think like, oh, I love this shack, why do I love it? And then you find out other people like it and you're like, well, oh, I didn't even know these people existed out in the world because like <laughs> the people I spend day to day with, they're not into shacks. They couldn't care less any pictures I post probably. You know, and it's like, so there it's like, ooh, this whole new like connection of people who are, yeah, just are fascinated and drawn and have a, you know, the same feeling uh, spirit running through them of of what they find uh you know captivating or yeah
2: what is your favorite story that you could uh tell from your adventures is there anything that just sticks out in your mind mm-hmm. you know mainly what you've captured on your instagram feed
1: oh, okay can it should it be like like uh just something like an experience that was kind of strange or
2: yeah anything you or something, or just like something the, that you've Really enjoy something, a really good memory, or maybe a a, a place or something like that. Just a, a favorite story.
1: I, I don't actually even have one because every time I go out on the road, I get so excited. I practically like have a freak out. So, no, I, I, it's like, it's like a heroin for me. I just love, not that I've done heroin, but it's just like, I just love being out and about. And it just, it gives me such an adrenaline boost. Like I get all excited uh, just to, you know rush out into the open spaces and just see what there is to see and that's the whole thing every experience every time you're out is a whole new it's a whole new day and it's a whole new wonderment out there so no favorites
2: well that's perfect there's something i did notice about uh, looking through your feed is you don't caption much you leave a lot to the imagination is there a particular reason? Do you just want to put the picture out there and let let somebody make their own <laughs> caption?
1: Let's... Oh, that's complex. Okay. So first of all, I have so much going on in my head that when I'm on and I'm, I'm not good at reading, I'm not good at writing. So to put some, I'm like more yeah visual. So it's like I put it out there and then exactly people can figure it out or they can ask a question or they can decide on their own. And that's up to them because I don't know if I even want to answer that much because then, oh, then I have to go research and I have to, you know, you figure it out. Or if you want to go look at it, you know, ask me where, I'll tell you where or you want to know something about it or, you know, then you can ask, people can ask. it's a free country, countries. So
2: perfect. Yeah. <laughs> good. Countries. Yeah, a, I like that. That's a good uh, explanation. It's like music. You know, if you can uh, create music, it's, it's like telling a story without having to speak it or, or write it out, you know, if you, somebody feels something from it.
1: Yeah, like a picture, a picture is a story, right? So it's, uh, yes. and if people, if like lots of people like reading and they'll read novels, I mean, I don't read, it's like, but I'll read pictures. And then that's my, that's, I like looking at those stories and then you can imagine or, or you can ask and then you have, you know, that's, it's a different, yeah, it's just a different form of uh, communication.
0: So do you have any best places that you like to go to or that you've been to?
1: Okay. Yeah. Okay. Oh, shoot. I wrote that down. Highlights. Highlights. I'd say that some of my favorite spots would be, if I'm going to say it right, Hollingquist, Saskatchewan, Hollandquist, Okay. And um, that one, because, you know, you go drive there and there's a lot to capture in a very little space, an amount of space. So, and all very pretty. and. um Oh, and then Highway 13 in Saskatchewan, you know what, you could just drive into any little town there along that whole highway for hours, you could drive, and I don't think you'd ever be bored. Well, you would be if you don't like that kind of thing, but it would be just so much quaintness and, you know, kind of one-horse towns. It's uh, amazing.
2: That's cool. Yeah. So it's Highway 13. I'm going to have to uh, go on Google Earth and take a tour.
1: Yeah, it's like one of the bottom highways there that runs across Saskatchewan and part of Manitoba, too. Yeah.
0: You um, occasionally get to the U.S. I've seen you taking pictures in Arizona, uh, North Dakota. Um, Any other places that you've been in the U.S. that you really like?
1: (laughs) I don't get down there that often. So it's like, uh, like, I mean, I like those top states there. Those are all, again, that monotonous, beauty and uh no i don't get down to too many places not since i've been on instagram anyway and then arizona yeah i mean arizona is it's like the uh prairies but down in the desert there it's kind of cool so i mean i feel at home there right it's so um
2: desolate yeah what's the worst place you've been to maybe something shady or maybe a not so good experience is that something you could share?
1: I have never, I don't think I really had a bad experience. I mean, I've been yelled at once. I'd well, say that, that,
2: that,
1: that, yeah, does that, well, yeah, but it, I, <laughs> it Roblin, Manitoba, I'm like, so unfriendly there. <laughs> yeah. I know that guy. I mean, the thing is somebody can yell at you, but when they yell at you for like 10 minutes straight, it's like, okay, hey, just shut your yap already. Like I'm already walking away, you know? so no need to get his panties in a knot. But, uh, so that's the only thing I can remember where somebody was like, wow, they are way out of like, this is not like anything, you know, I didn't go shoot his cow or anything. So
2: I'll tell you a Vince and I's story. I think I, we've talked about it on a couple other podcasts, but we were photographing an old, um, store in this little bitty town. And this guy came out yelling and hollering, no shirt and a pair of, uh, camouflage shorts and he had a big machete on his belt and he was screaming and hollering and he had a big hooter in his mouth <laughs> and we were like hey we're just taking a picture of the store and he walks up to us he goes no I'm yelling at my dog man it's all good and he turned out to be the coolest guy he let us go inside and and he was he bought the town ironically and he was restoring the little store and uh, it turned out to be a really cool place to shoot and he, he kind of just let us have our run of the place. So we we understand the the yelling part of it.
1: Oh yeah, sometimes those like, you know, like one-footed toothless men can be the most friendly people at the end of the day. He's got to approach them the right way, right? Right. That's
2: right. right.
1: And he was like your best friend.
2: <laughs> That's kind of the way this guy was. He turned out to be, he's like, hey, come over here and see this. And
0: It might have been what he was smoking. I don't know. It's hard to say. Yeah,
2: could have been. I think he was, uh, (laughs) here we call them producers. (laughs) Producers? Yeah, they consume what they grow,
0: and, you know, that's just
2: the Colorado way.
1: Oh, that's good. They're taking care of business then.
0: (laughs) So do you have a best shot that you've taken that you really like? And if you do, why do you like it?
1: Oh, well. If I had to pick my favorite, I think it would be, there's one, I mean, I have maybe three favorites, but the one that I can think of off the top of my head, it's a barn and three or four sheds just outside of Regina, Saskatchewan. And that to me is the, what do you call that? Just the the essence of the prairies. And it's, uh, you know, so it's my favorite shot because it's like, they're all keeping each other company, but yet there's nothing around, and everything's dying around them. And they have each other. So I'd say that's my favorite shot. But
0: yeah, yeah, that's that's what makes it. It's it's what it's what it is for you. You know, I mean, you're, even when you're out there taking the pictures, it's it's what you're seeing. It's what you what you're capturing, and 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 your emotions that you are putting into it. So yeah, you know you know what you like. So that's good.
1: It's true. I do. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, that's different for different people, right? Like some of my favorite shots definitely have not been, you know, like if you're going as far as popularity, they have not won any popularity contests. But I'm also, I couldn't care less about that. You like something you put, but you don't want to put something up that, you know, no one's going to like, because then you feel really bad about yourself. But, (laughs) but that shouldn't matter at the end of the day it's a feeling that you get and nobody else has to you know be on board with that right so
0: for sure right right
2: there's a couple shots that i really like one is the there's a like a quonset style round top thing that says curling oh yeah
1: that was in what montana or well no maybe not what's the other one north dakota north dakota
0: north dakota okay yeah what
1: i don't remember what town that was because it was an accident that we went there
0: really an accident, an accident in North Dakota that sounds yeah.
1: ominous oh well, yeah because all those roads just look the same and well we don't we don't know how to look at anything properly so we just turned down the. and then we ended up in that little town and that Quonset though I'm like that sign is so cool yeah
2: so do you do you know who Ryan Wunch I don't know how to say his last name do you know who he is
1: Ryan Wunsch. yeah uh, I do not know him I mean we we are friends on here, but no, I've never met him or anything, but yeah, that guy knows how to take a picture. Eh?
2: Yeah. He's, he shoots a lot of the same, like, I mean, I see a lot of his stuff is Saskatchewan and Manitoba and things like that, but
1: there's, there's somebody space. that's like that's closer to him though. Cause they, I don't know what that, I don't know what that technique is, but it makes you feel like you're literally in the picture. And that is Laurel, Laurel June is her name? Laurel, Laurel anyway. Laurel and him they are I would say they are the female and male counterparts. They have that where it's just like you're oozing into the picture, yeah, it's awesome
2: It's just a technique, you know, and everybody's got their own little ways to to draw people into an image and I shoot everything with a super wide angle lens so I can get like a foot away from the bumper and shoot the whole car, so that's kind of my my little way I of always doing wondered things. how
1: people do that. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, yep. it's a, it's a now cool I know, I just
1: learned a secret.
2: <laughs> yep, super wide-angle lens, and I, I use an old Canon 5D. It's It's been beat to heck, but, you know, I never take the lens off and I always shoot with the same lens, so.
1: Well, yeah, whatever works, right? you got to get in there. You know how to do it.
0: So part of your process, too, well, I don't know what process, but part of uh, in your feed, you have multiple... Um, Pictures of car, the rear end of a car, just a tail light, and uh, just a little bit of the quarter panel or whatever. Those pictures are just amazing. I I, I look through those oh, all the thanks. time.
1: Thanks you, to people on Instagram because I didn't. I mean, I've always loved, car, but there I always love cars. But I'm like, oh, other people want to look at cars too. Excellent. And it's like you know, we got cars here, so yeah, shoot some cars. <laughs> When you're not in the bush yep. or in the stick,
0: yeah. I think yep. one of my favorite ones is uh it's a, a thunderbird. It's red. Oh my gosh, that thing is just amazing.
1: Is it that? Does it have heavy cloud in the back?
0: Yeah, yeah. And there's like, like a little too heavy texture. No, no. There's a little texture <laughs> on like it. It's just it's amazing. I had a question
2: here. So you have a picture. It's a looks like a grain bin or. Something like that. But I can't read the writing. It's something river and it's got a red roof. Oh, dog river? It's like dog river. Okay, because I couldn't read the writing on it and I've tried to zoom in on my phone and I'm on the computer now. So, dog river. So, where is that at?
1: Okay, have you ever heard of the show Corner Gas?
2: No? i have not <laughs> i have
0: not
1: either <laughs> well very now you have a show to watch so it's a canadian show called corner gas and it's shot in dog river saskatchewan no it's what's it called it's not even called that no maybe it is anyway it doesn't matter so dog river is the town's name in the show and so uh corner gas is shot there and uh yeah, so it was all based around that elevator there, and then they had a diner outside of town that they shot at, which somebody burned down a few years ago. And uh, <clears throat> so that's uh, Dog River there, just a little south of Saskatchewan Regina.
2: So where is where is White Bear, Saskatchewan? Where is that? How far is that from you? What is it called? White Bear, Saskatchewan.
1: Oh, a- White Bear. Okay, yeah, that yeah. is probably. See that would be closer to where that Ryan lives, a, a little bit up yep. that way, and so that's uh, about three-ish. I'm just gonna say around three hours, three and a half from Regina, and uh, just north of uh, north of uh, Swift Current. And um, there is a couple of towns along that highway there that you know they're all dying, and White Bear is is one of them.
2: So it looks like there's some really cool old. Like, it's like here where where we live, we have a bunch of grain elevators because it's all wheat, corn, things like that. It looks like the same kind of country, but uh, ironically, most of the buildings appear to be leaning.
1: <laughs> like for you, too, or or you mean in Saskatchewan?
2: Both places. I mean, your your images, there's there's one where this building's kind of leaning a little bit, like it's about to fall over. that's the white bear one.
1: And,
2: yeah, the yeah, white bear one. Yeah, I think one. most
1: yeah. of the... When were yours mostly built? Do you know, like those uh, green elevators Prob- that you have there?
2: Probably in the, I'm guessing, maybe the 30s, 40s, around uh, right after the Dust Bowl times, somewhere, you think,
0: Vince? Okay. Yeah, yeah, I think, I think so, Some, somewhere in there, maybe.
1: See, and I'm forgetting. There was something similar in Saskatchewan, and I forget what year it was. I looked it up, and I don't retain anything. But it was uh, then uh, a certain part of the province <clears throat> where exactly there was a lot of green, like you guys. And then they built, the government came in and said, we will build uh, green elevators. And I think by law, there had to be one every seven kilometers, which I don't know what that is in my life, but seven kilometers. And then, um, so there was a zillion of them. And then as the railways and the towns started dying, because people were moving to the cities, you know, then all those, they all just kind of... They just left them there because it's not a big population, and then they all just start just uh, caving over. And once in a while, they'll preserve one if a township takes care of it. So yeah, you're right. Like a lot of them are leaning or decrepit or falling apart. Or yeah, it's it's I mean sad, but very beautiful to look at. But and still amazing that sure. some of them just still exist out there. Yeah.
2: So it looks like you there's a lot of churches out there is there a bunch out there more than normal or is it just stuff you happen onto and photograph?
1: There are, I'd say every town of course has a church and, and then there's all of a sudden, exactly all of a sudden these churches that are out in the middle of nowhere, which I still can't quite figure out, but uh, no, there's a lot of churches here and I don't even post. Like I, I thought, well, people don't want to see pictures of churches every two minutes, but I mean, I have pictures going back three years of pictures of churches. I haven't put up yet. There's, There's a church, and then Saskatchewan, there's a town every 15 or 20 kilometers, so, like, throughout the province, so there's just always, everyone has a church. That's And no one, you know, really goes to them too much anymore, I don't think, by the looks of it, so then they're just all just sitting there, yeah.
2: Do you have a few people, maybe Instagram photographers, art influences, things like that, that you want to give a shout-out to?
1: Okay, yeah, so I had a list of about 50, and then I had to narrow it down, of course. <laughs> <laughs>
2: you go, girl. So, <laughs> yeah,
0: you
1: go. Okay, so this is the thing I, I thought I was thinking about this, and I'm like, I'm going to begin at the beginning when I first got onto Instagram because that was very helpful. The people that kind of gave me a little, you know, foot up or uh, gave some encouragement. And so I'd say, Someone who has not been on there in a while, like too long. He goes by Metal Firecracker. His name is Christian. And um, he was the first person I can remember who followed me, who it was like, wow, he's amazing. And he's following me and he still follows me like unreal. But he's kind of been off the charts here for a while. And then a guy by the name of Hacken, Snack Corey out of Vancouver. And um, it's also, he hasn't been on for a long time. But uh, his car pictures were the first ones that I'd seen that I was like, this is a guy. Like, look the way he's, you know, photographing cars, amazing. And uh, he's also the person that gave me my first feature on RSA Rural. It was the first feature I ever had. So,
2: So that's the so that- Royal Snapping Artists?
1: Yeah. So he was the first person that ever gave me a feature. So that's why he was very paramount in my... uh... It's all good. Yeah. (laughs) And then another girl um, by Brit, uh, Brit out of Norway. And she also uh, has just amazing scenes that you could just, you want to dive into each one. I mean, I'll never probably go to Norway. So looking at her images and they're all sort of like rural Norway. Uh, They're just amazing. And she is also the first person who gave me a feature on her, on her like live feed or something, or on her page. And, you know, she already had quite the following. And so she was, I was blown away that she even liked anything I did. So that was very sweet. And then uh, Kaylee, what does she go by here? Henry Henny, (laughs) Kayleen. Her uh, prairie minimal shots are just amazing. And she's been, like her and I have been following each other since the inception. So she goes back a long way. And I don't think I've ever not liked one of her photos. Like, it's just constant beauty and in the most pure way. And then BH uh, Lenscott, that's Barb And uh, she won my prairie heart from the beginning. Uh, Each one of her photos is very exquisite. Okay, and then uh, Andre Brandt, Uh, he has, um, for Manitoba, I can't ever say I've had much of appreciation for the province that I live in right now, Manitoba, but Andre Brandt has just breathed life into my love for Manitoba. He has like an eagle eye and every picture he takes is a masterpiece say the least so in the beginning like those are people that i've been following for a long time that were just very uh you know pivotal and then i've listened to other podcasts and i didn't want to mention anybody because everybody mentions people right so i because i could re-mention people so i'm trying to keep it a bit different than what the other people have said um yeah can i just give a few more
0: sure
2: absolutely take all the time you need
1: Oh, good. All the time. Great, because I have a list.
2: Okay. Oh,
1: you
2: you just me. you just start clicking them off. <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah.
1: I'm, I'm going to do it. I'm doing it. Okay. Thanks for the the go-ahead. And then Hoob Van Den Hengel. Den Hengel. Uh, somewhere in the Netherlands, I think. Like where people with the last name that begin with a van would be. I think Norway, Netherlands, somewhere. But Hoob or however you actually say his name, he. every photo of his is like you're in a dream. So he's, I don't want to pick one favorite, but I actually might have to pick him because I just, I will never be able to, sh- like his shots are, are kind of sick, but and that mundane, beautiful uh, ethereal way. And then uh, Shindy Rock, I think he's out of California or maybe Delaware, and um, I don't even like bodies of water, and uh, he makes me want to dive in headfirst, so <laughs> his pictures of, like, the ocean views and stuff are amazing. Oh, and then, like, Laurel June, who I said before, for Saskatchewan, she has, she's like the Ryan, you know, she has, have you, do you know of her?
2: The name's familiar.
1: Yeah, because you would just eat her pictures up, I think. And then uh, Cowtown Chad, he's out of Ohio and, uh, you know, Ohio Rocks and so do his pictures. And he goes, he does like photography of people, like musicians and of rural Ohio. Like it makes you want to move to Ohio, but I don't think I'd ever move there because I can't. And Terry uh, <laughs> Eyes, Ty. Yeah. I think it's Ty Carnelli. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He always, yeah, yeah. He just, you know, you feel like you're right beside him in his pictures. Like, you're just amazing. And um, these shivering walls, I think you say her name, Mish Mishwa, Mishwa, and uh, just rural beauty. I mean, if you, you know, because if you like rural stuff, she's a, r- a rural capturer to uh, explore. And two crow pictures, I think his name is Bill Hoffer, Hofferfield, maybe? And if you like mood, he does mood, moodier, and moodiest. (laughs) Like, I don't even know how he captures, like, the depth. Like, his pictures are so dark, but then there's a pop of color. It's just amazing. And then Joseph Maria Nargulis, I'm not going to be able to say that. Nargulis, Nargulia, whatever. Nargulis, we'll call it. Um, He makes colors that you could just eat. Like, his pictures are like candy and uh That's and cool. very simple yeah and then i'm sure you've heard of this guy uh but i don't know how to say it yet er dr fx dave yet er dr yes oh
0: yeah 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 we know
1: yeah we he's know awesome David. yeah yeah and then uh, cool. carl v12 carlos vargas he's out of palm springs i think or california somewhere and uh, you can voyage with him through space, time, and California. And I think he does a lot in New Mexico. He's made me fall in love with New Mexico because I think he's taken some, like, all those old signs and stuff. Uh,
2: yep, he's route just 66, an old car.
1: And... Yeah. yeah. Okay, just a couple more. I'm almost
2: no, done. No, go. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's all good. sorry. Sorry.
1: Prairie, okay, good. Prairie Rubbish, she's out of Alberta, Jen, I think, well, Jen's
2: her name. Oh, Jen. uh, Jen, Jen,
1: Yeah. Jen. Yeah, she likes birds and bales, that girl, yeah. And she's, uh, yeah, she makes uh, Alberta look divine, and um, two more. The Great Capture, he's out of uh, Philadelphia, and... See there. I don't take a lot of pictures of like city stuff, but that guy knows how to capture. You know, he does Philadelphia, New York. I think I've seen some pictures, and his pictures of buildings and the colors he uses are just staggering. And then Squashy Head Dan. I don't know where he's from, but he also has very ethereal, beautiful, simplistic moods. There, that's my. That was my edit from about 50 people. So that was really hard to to whittle oh, that's down
0: perfect that's yeah good. that's great there's a lot of people have- that have a make a lot of influence on on your work i mean it, and it's nice to be able to give them a shout out and um uh, and tell them how much you appreciate what they do for you so i think that's awesome
1: well yeah. i think almost everybody on on instagram is is influential because you are just seeing through everybody else's eyes and not just through the lens of their camera, but their eyes are the lens, right? Like how you see it and how you picture it and the, the the flavor and feeling you create. I mean, that is each individual person, which is like miraculous that we can all see things, the same thing even, in such vastly different but yet beautiful ways. It, it just boggles my mind.
0: Yeah, that's it what's is- fun. When Lex and I go out shooting, we'll... Well, I stand even, even in the exact same place and take a shot, but they don't come out the same at all ever. So it's amazing.
1: I know it's fascinating. And by the way, I didn't mention you because you're giving me the interviews, (laughs) just so you know, obviously your shots are amazing. (laughs) I mean, that goes without saying, I don't have to say that because you know, we're here together for a reason.
0: Thank you. (laughs) Thank you, Jill. Thank you. We we (laughs) are so honored to have you on the show with us. That's for sure. It's been a, You've been an inspiration for a long time and it's, it's been wonderful for sure.
2: You know, and, and when you see other people's work, I know I, I look at people's stuff and, um, you know, we have a few that we stay in pretty good contact with, like Florian Ray and them. And you see somebody else's images and it inspires you. It's not that you want to capture the same thing, but maybe maybe be able to tell a story like they do. And, and for me, I, I look at your stuff and I'm like, man. I would love to find something similar to that or be able to tell that kind of story. So it's something that inspires people and and it lights a fire and, and it, it's just a wonderful thing.
0: The choice of colors wow. that you use when you edit are just, they're, they're um, awe-inspiring, they're just magical.
1: Well, thank you so very kindly for enjoying my stuff and for having me on here because I've never done anything like this and it was so horribly nerve-wracking and like to <laughs> <laughs> it was I get so nervous when I actually because the thing is I'm just so off the cuff and to do something like this I mean it's very you know it's uh, very different than my my norm and I mean I've never met you before right like so this is all very, you know, it's exhilarating, but yet very nerve-wracking at the same time. But thank you so very much for, for your inspiration and for and for doing such an, like I listened to this four that I saw that you did already. And uh, it was like just so fascinating listen, listening to people's stories and how they came about to do what they do. And that you are doing this and sharing the love of, the rural and the abandonment and all that is is such a and such a stellar job at it. It's uh thank you so
0: much. Well thank you again. It's no, no, no. Thank you. No, no, no. No, really, really.
1: <laughs> no, 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 really, really.
0: <laughs> you know
2: what? We we're the ones that get to uh we get to interview all these wonderful people and it it's so cool because uh, when we are interviewing, you know, a couple of the other ones are like, I can't wait to hear Jill Coop. And we have a bunch kind of on the hook that we're, we're trying to make contact with. And we, we already have some others lined up, but it's just nice. You know, somebody listens to like, say Francesca's and then she's like, Oh, I can't wait to hear so-and-so or whatever. And, and it lets you kind of dig into not so much their personal life, but, you know what what makes them tick, and that's the beauty of it. you know you get to well, you get to and, get a little deeper
1: well, no, and the personal life I think is important because that's what brings people to the point that they are at to uh you know and like what they like and and uh I think that that's very important in the process so and to have you guys who are so good at also bringing that out of people because not everybody can interview people either, right, so you obviously have a knock, and that will help us also come out of our, our little shells. So that's, uh, that's it's good.
2: We're just winging it, or
0: I am yeah. anyway. <laughs> so am I.
2: <laughs>
0: One
1: no, wing? Well, oh, no, you have two wings. You have eat 2 wings. That's it. So Maybe with the good. two of us. Yeah. yeah.
0: Yep. That,
1: and the, and the brain and the brawn. Don't forget the brain and the brawn like we talked about <laughs> yesterday.
2: There you
0: go. <laughs> that's <laughs> two right. Two
1: wings, there you go. brain, brawn, you got it all happening. It's all good.
0: <laughs> so, Jill, one maybe one more last question here. Um, what's the best oh, yeah. way for people to get in touch with you if, if you want them to do that?
1: Oh, you know, just DM me. Okay. okay. That's it. That's Jill. Or they can come see me in person. Cause, oh, like, yeah. I'm more of a person-to-person person.
2: <laughs> yeah. yeah. Now we're talking. Someday we're going to have a meeting somewhere either you know, in the U S or Canada, and we're going to try to get all these people together and just do a huge Instagram photo shoot and go, uh, photograph something together.
1: Do it before we're dead.
0: Ah. Okay. We'll work on that. That's a plan. That's a plan.
1: I'll be there with bells on.
0: Okay. Okay.
1: Uh, oh, okay. Thanks so much, you guys. I have appreciated this so much. And it's like the most what up there was one of the most fun things I've ever done that's out of my realm of comfort. So it's uh it's been amazing.
0: Well, Jill, it's been a, a pleasure to have you on with us and um can hardly wait to get this episode out in the wild so people will get to know you a little bit better.
2: Yeah, thank you so much, Jill.
1: No, thank you. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Oh, you're okay. so cool. I didn't know I was supposed to say. That's anything. perfect, okay. man. That's no. perfect. <laughs> no,
1: no. I know. I could go on forever. Thank you. Thank you. That's what I do best. Say thank you.
0: <laughs> what a treat it was to interview Miss Jill Coop. And, no, thank you so much for being our guest on the Capturing the Abandoned podcast. Folks, be sure to visit and follow Miss Jill on Instagram. I'm pretty sure most of you already do, but just in case you're missing out, her handle is at Jill underscore Coop. We hope you enjoy the music beds that we provide for this podcast. Sunset Through the Window is the title of the music bed in this show and was composed and performed by my good friend and co-host, Mr. Lex Nichols. We have included at the end of this show the complete song titled, Do You Remember? For your listening pleasure. You can find more of Lex's music on his website at lexnichols.com or on his YouTube channel, Spotify, and iTunes. Be sure to give him a listen. And just as a plug here for the book that we've been working on for a while now, it's finally done and is now available for pre-order on Amazon as a prime item. The book contains over 200 of our favorite images that we've taken over the last three years and provides some insight into who Lex and I are. Just search for Colorado Abandoned, and it should just pop right up in Amazon. We've reached the end of this episode of Capturing the Abandoned, and we hope that you have enjoyed it. You should be able to find this podcast wherever fine podcasts are served, including Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Anchor, Overcast, and more. Please subscribe and be sure to let any of your adventurous friends and relatives know about this podcast. In order to continue to make this podcast better, your feedback is important to us. So please feel free to reach out to us at capturingtheabandoned at gmail.com and leave us your thoughts, ideas, and suggestions on how we can improve this show and bring you the best Capturing the Abandoned experience. Fun times, exciting guests, and abandoned content are up ahead. So please stay tuned. And until next time, be safe out there. mentioned earlier, here is Do You Remember...